Yo, yo, what's up, guys? So in today's interview, I'm talking with my boy, Juliana Gonzalez, who's an absolute legend, 24-year-old podcast host who ditched his nine-to-five to chase his dreams. We talk about the most amazing things on how to win your day um, that's starting in the morning and the three actionable steps that any person can take to start getting out of their nine-to-five now. We have a lot of laughs and we definitely say some things that are probably going to be a little bit inappropriate and it might trigger some people, but that is what life is all about. So grab your notepad and pen. This one is straight fire. Welcome to the Dreaming Out Loud family where young entrepreneurs come to get inspired, learn the tips, tricks, and attitude of what it takes to live their dream life. I'm your host, Morgan Nelson. Each week, I'm going to bring you the most epic guests to share their stories and wisdom to help you expand your mind of what's truly possible in your world. All right, guys. So today's guest is one of my most favorite people, right? <laughs> so he moved, he moved from Chile to Australia at the age of 13, right? After his mom relentlessly just followed her vision to bring the family over to Australia. He spoke absolutely no English when he arrived, just being thrown absolutely in the deep end. Being bullied at school and hating it so much, he left it early just to start working. He was working three jobs, a personal trainer in the morning, bricklayer by day and a dishwasher at night. And that's where he developed the absolute best work ethic ever, which besides the fact of him having the most infectious love for life is my favorite quality about him. So guys, please help me introduce uh, and welcome the guy who went from speaking absolutely no English at all to now being the host of one of the fastest growing podcasts called Millennial Success in the space of 10 years, which is so freaking cool from speaking no English to now hosting that. I absolutely love so. My man, 24-year-old, Juliano Gonzalez. I love that shit, man. Thanks for having me on, Morgan Nelson. Damn, I'm excited, man. I'm so <laughs> fucking excited, guys. Hey, can, I, can I swear on this podcast or can I not swear? Sure, you just opened it up. Let's go. Let's do it. People always say, you know what, Julius, you need to tone it down. I'm like, why? It's who I am, dude. I can't stop mm. it. Anyway. Mm. It'll be real um, and yeah, raw, I, I think so. And, and, and I... I, I like swearing as well. Like if it's for the right kind of like you, yeah. it kind of just helps you get that message across more like, mm. so that's right. Beautiful. My man, let's, let's jump straight into it. I want you to take us back to what was it like 13 year old you when you arrived into Australia? Take us back to that. Yeah. Part of your Dude, life. Scary times. So my mom actually lived in Australia when she was very young at two years of age, she lived in Perth. Right. So my grandparents immigrated to Australia when she was two and she lived in Perth until she was about 16, 17. Um, then obviously for family reasons, they had to relocate back to Chile. And my mom, my mom had me at 18 years of age, very young, obviously um, very naive. And then fast forward a couple of years after that, she was 35 and she's like, fuck this. We're living in a little town of 2000 people, right? Um, my mom, I don't know if I can say this, well, fucking I'll say it anyway. She was developing, you know, um, this thing about going to the casino and spending money, right? Like she couldn't stop it. So she was, she was addicted to that, right? Going to the casino, spending money because we didn't have enough money, man. I think between both of my parents, they would make 1,500 a month Australian in Chile, which is, mate, you could, if you make that here, you can't even, mm. you know, what's the average, um, what's the average income ever in Chile? Do you know that? Yeah, when yeah, it's about 500 bucks, 500 bucks a month, Australian, a month. Okay, and what did you say they were making? Uh, they were making about 1,500, but two people, remember, and they had three kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had three wow. kids. Um, and yeah, like my mom was getting depressed and she had this vision of coming back to Australia and, you know, giving us a better life. Uh, so she pursued that for two years. Long story short, we got to Australia, right? I arrived here, no English. I didn't know anyone and I was thinking, 
what the fuck happened? <laughs> I was playing soccer. I was selected to go and play in this big team in Chile, like to make it pro and shit. And I was just in shock. Like I couldn't believe what actually happened, right? I arrived to a foreign country, no English, nothing, right? Um, then obviously I start school and I had an accent. I still obviously have an accent. And then all the guys, they would bully me. They're like, oh, you have an accent. You sound like a fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. And then I get into fights with these people and whatnot. Look, fast forward to year 10. I was like, enough of this shit. I hated school. I've never liked school. I disagree the way that school, I guess they bring you up. They, they teach you how to be an employee, right? And as an entrepreneur, you've got this spirit of, no, I just don't want to live a normal life. I refuse Morgan to live a normal life since I was six years of age. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why it started. I am not sure. Have you watched Hercules? The movie Hercules, the cartoon movie? No. Nah. So there's a section when he said, I just don't feel like I belong here. Like I'm supposed to be somewhere else. And I could always relate to that line because I always felt out of place with all these big goals and ambitions. And I would share them with different individuals that had a very small mindset. And they would always shut me down and be like, Jules, you can't do that. You can't do that. Why would you dream that? Why would you want to be a millionaire? You, that, mate, why don't you just get a job? And I thought, fuck that. I'd rather kill myself straight up. I'm sorry, guys. Mm. I, like, as an entrepreneur, it feels like you're in a jail working a nine-to-five. So, you know, growing up, then I started having different jobs. I left year 10, and then I had the opportunity to move to England at 16 years of age for three months. And I was playing soccer there, came back to Australia after three months. I broke my arm playing soccer and I thought, oh, this is not worth it, man. I'm going to stop doing this. And that's when I started working. I just had three jobs. I was studying as well to become a personal trainer. And I was doing some classes here and there at night. Um, and I was doing brick lane and I was also washing dishes at night. So I went hard out, man. When I was 17, 18, I was just working, 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 man. And... After doing that, you know, I was thinking, fuck, like, I can't keep doing this, man. <laughs> I'm going to burn it. And he said, man, you should get into real estate, man. You're going to love real estate. You're going to make so much money. There's fast cars. There's beautiful women, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know what? I'll give it a crack. And then I got stuck into real estate for four years. You can work. You're not making enough money. They would always tell me like, oh, no, you know, you can never be your own agent. You can never do this. Again, limiting beliefs. Everywhere I go, limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs. They were following me around, man. Um, and it just got to a point recently when I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Perfect timing. Coronavirus came around. I was like, that's it. I'm throwing my towel. I told my boss, you know what? I'm out, mate. And he came around. He's like, look, I can't keep you on, mate, because obviously, you know, there's a lot of things going on with coronavirus. And I was like, look, that's fine. I was actually excited. You know, <laughs> you can ask my mom. I said, mom, I got, I got fired. I'm so excited. And then Scott Morrison brought up the thing about, oh, you know, we're going to pay for your salary. And then he calls me back and he goes, oh, mate, you can come back if you want. And I was like, sorry, mate, I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's a turning point. And I was like, that's it. I'm not coming back, dude. I'm not coming back. I'm never again coming back to the workforce. I'm not. I refuse. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel trapped. Don't you agree? Like you, you went through this as well, right? 100%. Yeah. Like, and, and I think that's where the biggest growth comes from because you, you've obviously been thinking about it for so long, thinking about this desired lifestyle, your vision and, and yeah, but you keep this, this limiting beliefs sitting there or, or the people's stories you remember growing up telling you can't do that. You never get to be able to do that. Uh, you never get to be able to do that. You're stupid and all this shit. Um, you know, and that's the thing that's kind of stopping you from making that step. Mm. But what I found was when I did the exact same thing, when I made that decision and 
Um, you know, we will talk about this in the podcast I did with you, right? Like that, those four steps I talk about. The third one is just to make a decision on your mm. vision. Correct. And, and what that means is killing all other options of anything else possible yeah. and like burning the bridges, burning the boats. And when that happens, holy crap, things just make way uh, for you, right? And thinking about it now, Morgan, in, in all the young listeners and anyone that has a dream out there, I urge you, please start hanging out with people that dream big, people that have big goals, people that they are where you want to be. Because if you keep hanging out with your mates that are going now, getting fucked up, you're not going to get anywhere in life. I'm telling you now, you're not. And that was my biggest problem, right? If I started this five years ago, guys, imagine where I'd be now, right? Mm. So it's like if you're a young dude, 16, 18, 20, 21, right? Look at your circle of friends and be like, are these people helping me grow or are they putting me down, right? That's one of the hardest things to do, to delete your friends. And I told you this morning, Mm -hmm. I told you, I'm like, if somebody's giving me a bad vibe, I pick up my phone, block them, delete them from everything. I don't even explain why. I do not explain why. Savage. I love it. So, so how about, how about this? How about, let's say you're a really young person, maybe you're in a work environment or who knows, like maybe there's even someone at school listening to this, right? Or maybe they're at college, university. I know sometimes when you're super young, it's kind of hard to uh, delete sometimes people out of your life because there's Mm. the peer group. Um, what would your, or, or maybe they don't know. It's like, well, who do I hang around? I don't have any successful people. What would you um, say to those people? Like how, how can they kind of start changing up their environment and getting around better people if they don't either know great people around them or mm-hmm. maybe they're too scared to fully leave that group yet? The first thing Morgan would be to start self-developing, right? Mm-hmm. Start reading books, start trying to add value to people, right? So if you want to hang out, you know, with people that are a lot better than you, you have to bring some sort of value at least, right? You need to know about entrepreneurship. You need to be reading books. Hey, did you read this book? Yeah, I did. Actually, this is what I learned. So share exchange value, right? So you can't expect from going to someone that's pinging every weekend and not knowing fuck all about business to hanging out with a multimillionaire because what are you going to offer that person, right? I'm sorry, like networking is about exchange of value. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. It's about exchanging values. So the first thing would be to start, you know, reading books about self-development, about how all the successful people go to where you want to go, right? After you've got that, then honestly, there's things like Bumble Business. I started using it now. It works perfectly, right? Go and look at communities like network marketing, right? I know a lot of people in Australia are very skeptical about those sort of communities, but let me tell you guys, it's your limiting belief. When I found the people on network marketing, you, Thomas, all these people, you guys are so positive, right? You dream so big and this is my wolf pack. These are the people that I want to hang out with. So it would be download, you know, the, the relevant apps where you can meet other people that think like you. Join some sort of network marketing community. I'm telling you, it's a must to grow your network very fast. And it's young people there. They're all positive. And third, again, self-development, the most important thing. Mm. So how, how would one start getting the self-development? Where would you start? I would literally go on Google and put top 10 best self-development books and read them. (laughs) Literally. People like to overcomplicate things. Simple. We've got the internet now. The information, it's out there. Jump in a podcast, right? Message message everyone that you want to be like and say, hey, this is who I am. This is my journey. What are your top tips for me? I've told you, like for my podcast, I call message everyone. Majority of my, even you, right? All of my guests, I call (laughs) messages because like they don't know who I am. I know who they are, right? So if I can reach out, it's a numbers games, guys. 
if you see, for example, Ty Lopez or all these big guys, right? Message them a thousand times until they reply to you. They'll reply to you eventually. You have to keep trying and never give up. Because they're persistent and relentless. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, um, you know, just being relentless. Like, this, yeah. like you, your dream life doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't happen off one try. And, you know, they say the fortunes in the follow-up. And, and I love that as well because, you know, like just reading. Like when I was at school, I'm not sure how you went with reading English, um, Jules, but you know, I, like I, English is my only language I can speak. I can speak un poquito Espanol. <laughs> un poquito, baby. <laughs> un poquito. <laughs> uh, you know, but I, um, and I grew up not being able to read. Like I, I couldn't read, right? Wow. And, uh, you know, because I also believe this shit that they told us at school that I wasn't good. And, and get this, I, I was told that, um, you know, you're not a very good reader, definitely not a good storyteller. So I'd advise you not go down the path of anything like that. Go get a job you can work with your hands, right? And now I'm yep. writing my first book, um, 26, right? So, um, you know, go fuck yourself, teachers. But, you know, the, the, the great thing is you can learn anything in this world. That's, that's yeah. the cool thing. But changing your environment doesn't even necessarily have to start with physically changing the people around you. Mm. It can start with changing the information going into your brain. Correct. We got YouTube, we have podcasts, uh, books. You know, I think that's honestly where I started as well because I was in this job and surrounded by people 10, 11, 12 hours a day that I didn't like. But mm. what I could do, I, I, I couldn't change that really. Like I still had my apprenticeship and stuff. But what I could change was if I was listening to R&B Fridays in the car mm-hmm. or if I was listening to Jim Rohn in the car. Correct. Tony right. Robbins in the car, podcasts yeah. and things yeah. like that. So, How much has your life changed, Morgan, mm. since you started doing all these things? Like self-development <laughs> stuff? Massive. Like I, I was 21. I was 21 getting arrested nearly, you know, every, every couple of weekends just doing crazy wild shit and partying and um, doing a whole bunch of just stuff that I probably shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but grateful for everything. And, you know, when I started all that, I just started seeing kind of what it meant to actually be happy, mm-hmm. you know, that we're allowed to be happy. We don't have to. Yeah. And why, you know, I started to understand things that why people do the things they do and, and not things like things. One of the biggest things I learned was that, we give meaning to everything hmm. and nothing in this life has meaning except the meaning we give it. And when you realize Correct. that far out, you got control over everything. You don't make up like someone didn't message you back today. You don't make up the story. Oh, they don't love me. It's like, no dude, they were just fucking busy yeah. or, or nothing. It means nothing. Like, you know what I mean? So when I just yeah. understood that, I just released this, like you just flow through life and, and, yeah. and enjoy the present. And obviously the success has been pretty epic as well. Uh, relationships like it's it's changed everything and hence why i'm doing what i'm doing and, and it's truly just the beginning and that's why i love everything yeah. you're doing as well because it's just all about bringing this um yeah to the people so i absolutely love it so how how did you start well, well just give us what, what's your what's your two top books mate i'm reading something about the uh the power of the subconscious mind mm. right that book <sighs> Oh my God, guys. So we got to understand something, right? So you're conscious, right? We have to, I'm going to explain it very, very simple. Subconscious is the CEO, right? Conscious is the general manager. The CEO sometimes has meeting with shareholders that, you know, the general manager might not know. They're making decisions behind their backs that they don't know, right? So think about it that way. So conscious is the stuff that you're aware of, right? Subconscious, it's the stuff that's working on the back end, right? Your brain is such a little interesting machine. So if you tell your brain, I am going to become a millionaire every morning, right? With confidence, you, you visualize it. 
it's going to happen eventually, right? Because your subconscious is going to start working on the back and he's like, well, Jules is telling me this. How are we going to tell him to take those actions, right? So that's what happens with the podcast, right? I started the podcast and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then my subconscious started throwing these actions at me that I had to do to get to where I am today, right? It's amazing. It's so beautiful. So when you understand the power of the brain, everything changes, Morgan. Everything changes. Everything. It's amazing. I absolutely love that. And, and you were mentioning just then about affirmations. So let's go into that. How do, you, how do you use the power? Now you know more about the power of our subconscious brain and that it truly is everything and affirmations. Do you want to go into a little bit how, how do you start your day and be able to maximize mm. uh, what you know about all this? What can you share? Absolutely. So I wake up first thing in the morning. Um, this, I took this from Zach Dean as well. Uh, who's, um, I always forget how to say this. Is it biohacking? It's biohacking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I wake up. I don't, I don't even close the blinds anymore. I have no blinds. Mm. Right? So I let this come straight to my face right as soon as i open my eyes i wake up in the morning early right i go for a walk i listen to my audiobook i walk to my coffee shop which is like 15 minutes from my house so 15 there and back that's 30 minutes right so i'm walking i'm reactivating i'm drinking while i'm walking and listening to a podcast i'm drinking water so i'm hydrating my body and then i have a shot of coffee i come back i hit a workout after my workout i sit down and i meditate that's literally what i do every single morning but after where I come back, I take a shower, I read my affirmations and I look at my vision board, right? My affirmations is everything to me. I would not be, I, I would be nothing without them. I actually talk have to them us on about, the phone. Talk to us I, about your affirmations, um, uh, what they are, if you want to share them and, and how yeah. they, because sometimes people can hear that and be like, oh, that's such a load of crap. Uh, and, you know, do, can you break down exactly kind of how they actually work? Because uh, I think when people if understand- If anyone thinks that- if, you, if you're listening to this, right, and you think that affirmations is a whole lot of bullshit, you're a fuckwit, all right? <laughs> Let me just say that nice and clear because you, you can't, you need to like, all right, limiting beliefs, all right, you need to stop having those limiting beliefs, guys. I'm telling you now, it's killing you, right? Fear is the worst, you know, like, anyway, let me just go straight into my affirmations, all right? <laughs> so this is exactly what I say every morning. <laughs> Look at his laughing. I am fit and healthy. My health is the most important thing to me. I am a magnet of positivity and opportunities follow my lap every single day. I am confident, attractive, and strong. I allow myself to be drenched with financial abundance always, and I generously share my wealth. I live all over the world. I have multiple online businesses. I am a man of influence. I am the best salesperson in the world. I am awesome at handling objections. I am an outstanding storyteller. I am extremely successful at teaching others about financial freedom. Those are my top tens. I love that. I, yeah. I heard you were generously giving you money. Yeah. When this Corona's over, you want to come up here and we'll, we'll we throw have, some money in. <laughs> yeah. Let's go make it happen. <laughs> Let's do it, man. <laughs> Let's but do I, a champagne. I'm an expensive night out. I'll tell you that. Oh, I can imagine, dude. But guys, like, I, I, don't, I don't, look, I'm very straightforward, man. Like, I don't, I, I hate BSing people and going around circles. Like, don't be on that scare, like, scare city mindset you know like really you know train your brain to be that person that you want to become it's so powerful like i'm telling you firsthand experience right if i did this earlier guys i would be in a different spot right i'm teaching this to my brother who's 16 years of age if he does this right every day every year until he hits 18 <laughs> imagine that amazing mm. it changes your life 
It really does. The best way I, um, cause when I started hearing all about affirmations and stuff, I'm like, I'm a very open-minded person. And I'm just like, man, if it, if it works for you, like if I look at someone that's successful, they tell me to do something, I just do it. I don't question it. Like I like, yeah, sure. I like to understand why eventually, but I just do it first because I'm, I'm a coachable person. That's going to be the biggest thing to create success. You need to be coachable. Uh, otherwise, you know, you're one of those people, if you ask advice, then you don't do it. You're, you're not, you're, you're called an asshole. Like, don't yeah, be an correct. asshole. Right. So, <laughs> you know, when I, I start really looking into it, I'm like, how, how does it work? And like with the brain stuff and the simplest way to kind of put it is just this, like, like I, let's explain, I was explaining to someone the other night about, about it and they're like, yo, I'm not sure if it works. I'm like, this is exactly how it works. Right. If you think about, if you wake up this morning and you think about, you know what I want, what do I want to have for dinner tonight? I want to have pizza. I want to have pizza for dinner tonight. Now throughout your day and you, and you visualize and you're thinking about it because now you're programming your brain to think about, I want pizza, right? And if you visualize it, you're then going to go throughout your day looking for different ways to get pizza that night. Mm. Are you going to make it? Are you going to go to the shops, buy the things? Or are you just going to get Domino's? What, do you, what are you going to do? What are your options? Are you going to get it delivered to you? You're going to think about the ways to make it happen. And your brain now is going to become uh, open and look for ways to create that space where if you never think about having pizza, then what's the chance of having pizza? If you do have pizza that night, that's called an accident, right? So everything's Correct. created two times as well. One time in our mind, one time in physical reality. Otherwise it's an accident. So when I think of affirmations, I think it's that it's like literally programming your mind to look for mm. what you actually want to attract to your life. And Absolutely. like, it's not, not to say like, you know, uh, you know, like if someone says like, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a millionaire, right? Mm. That's not to say you get a, just pop a million dollars into your, your account, right? It's no. more so like, like, do you want to, do you want to talk a little it, bit on that? Yeah, like, so if you say, Hey, you know, I will be a millionaire every year, every day for a year, right? Your brain will help you take the actions in order for you to make a million dollars. It doesn't mean that you're going to sit on your fucking bed and you're going to wake up one day and you'll be like, Oh my God, mom, mom. Oh my God. I've got a million dollars right there. You want to come and grab it and go and buy more? Like it's not going to happen guys. So what it does, it reinforces that thought process and it helps you take the, like, you know, the necessary actions to get there, whether it is in a year, two, three, four, five, doesn't matter. Right. It's all about consistency. I love yeah. it. Dude, what are, what are some actionable steps? you'd give to someone who's watching this, listening to this and wants to get out of their nine to five. What's the first few things you'd say for someone uh, they must do? The first one would be understand why you want to leave, leave your job. Why do you like about your job? What don't you like about your job? Right? Really define it. Get clear on that. Right? The second thing I would do is I would actually speak to people that have done what you're about to do. So speak to someone that you know, runs their own business that um, has some sort of wealth, say, hey, what is the life like of being a business owner? Really, and really, you know, understand it. Uh, and once all of that is clear, just take action, right? Stop feeling sorry for your boss because he doesn't feel sorry for you. You're just another number. Everyone's replaceable, okay? If you're not, if you're not building something for yourself, you're building someone else's dream, hmm. okay? We're meant to die, with memories, no regrets. Mm -hmm. So you have one life and you've got to live it. And you, like I say always, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. You're talking my language, bro. I freaking love it. <laughs> I love it's it. It's true. So we have, so, so knowing your why, which I think is, is the biggest thing because you don't know you. Yes. Your, your why and your vision. Mm. 
to know right. where you want to go and know why you want to go there. Uh, which I, I think is huge. It's kind of how I execute everything. I, I, I think of the end result first. What do I want? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to end up? And then think, well, why, do I, why am I going to endure what I need to endure to get there? Why is it going to be worth it? Um, so you said talk to people. So yeah, mimic successful people, go and ask, pick the people's brains that have already got what you want. I think it's such a fascinating thing because especially in in my industry, I've network marketing. Sometimes people want to come in, they get started. Then they go and ask their mom and dad or their brothers, uncles, auntie, postman's dog walker. Hey, I'm about to start network marketing. What do you think? And it's like, yeah, right. You can't do that. My, you know, they, they don't work or blah, blah, blah. And they talk all this crap into you, but it's like, man, if you just went and bought a McDonald's franchise, who would you go and ask advice from on how to run it? Who would you ask advice from if you just took over Apple? Hmm. Who would you go to and talk to about how to run it? Who would you go to and talk to about like staying positive and staying sharp and creating success there? Would you go to someone who's already running a business like that? Go to your mentors, go to someone who's already done something? Or would you go to someone who's you know, uh, you know, just broke and unhappy. That's the biggest thing. My mentor says all the time, like stop taking advice from broke and unhappy people. Absolutely. Simple. Absolutely. I love it. Um, and then the third one was take action. Take action. Yes. My bad. Take you, need to, you need to fire your fucking boss. All right. Don't let mm-hmm. him do the firing, dude. Um, this is something because I've quit so many times, so many jobs and I've always jumped around and people are like, oh, you're always changing jobs. And I'm like, and you always been on the same fucking job for the last 15 years, you dumb bitch. Seriously, seriously, guys, like I can't be, I can't be any more raw with this. Like stop feeling sorry for your boss, all right? They might care about you as a person, but you're just a number. So if you've got a dream, you've got a vision and you want to get out there, do it, right? The worst thing that can happen if you're a young person, you're still 30 and you're young as fuck, right? You can still get a shitty job. You can still get another job. <laughs> I love that. That's, talking about real and raw. Uh, that, me, that's what I love so much Excuse about me. you. Like, I, I love authenticity yeah. in people. And, and uh, this is a thing like... Yeah, like I just don't want to sugarcoat it. Yes, yes. exactly right. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like society kind of conditions us to be someone we're not and what i, I find the, the the most attractive quality in anyone is just someone who's just authentically them unapologetically themselves and I, I just love that and do do i agree with the way some people do things no but do i absolutely love and respect that they're willing to just show up as themselves i think that's so yeah. fucking awesome man so and that comes from the other topic as well confidence right like i might come across like all oh, these arrogant pricks sometimes it's a, it's a fine line between confidence and being arrogant right I, by all means i don't think i'm arrogant i don't think i'm the big shot at all you know i'm nowhere near what i want to be at all i'm always a student right i'm going to be a lifelong student of life i will never make it guys i'm never going to make it i'm never going to reach my full potential but i'm always going to be chasing that guy right? That guy that I've got on my brain from now to the next 20 years, he's there. He's, I'm always going to be chasing him, man. I'm never going to catch up, but I'm always going to be chasing, right? And that keeps me hungry, right? Don't be complacent. That's one of the biggest bus killers. Mm-hmm. You need to keep on wanting more and don't just do it for the money. Do it for others because when you help others, money just so happens to come. Beautiful. How, how can young men build more confidence in their life? Um, you know, and ha- have you always like, ha- how can they build the confidence that you do have? And have you always had that? Cause someone coming from, you know, 13, not speaking English and going through that, um, 
you know, you definitely would have developed some epic skills along the way. So how, how, how can a young man in, mm. in particular build confidence and have you always kind of had it? It comes from failing a lot in different social situations and putting yourself out there. Um, you know, I even did a bit of acting when I was young, you know, I had to present in front of, you know, the judges and all that sort of stuff. So all that stuff is nerve wracking when you're a kid. I've right? had to present in front of the judges as well. Yeah, but you're a legend, but I didn't I'm get like, paid for it though. <laughs> I don't get paid. I had paid to either. pay them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, guys, I think you have to honestly, and take this from me, you have to stop, think about this, right? What's going to happen if I don't do this? I'm going to go with my normal life, but what happens if I do it and it works out? Mm-hmm. That's what I always think, Nels, like Morgan, right? It's, uh, I always get confused with you now because <laughs> it's such a cool name. It's like, what if I did it and it changed, right? Always think that. What if? That's the biggest question. What if, right? And again, I'm sure everyone out there would know someone that's confident, right? Attach them yourself to these people, right? Again, we live in a world that's social. You have your phone. You can pick up your phone and message anyone. You know, you can reach Donald Trump through your phone. He might not see it, but you'll still reach to him, right? Like you can still get in touch from some shape or form, right? Again, and I think affirmations, especially for men that want to improve their confidence, is massive. I've got a friend that I'm actually mentoring myself, right? I'm not going to obviously give his name out, but we're working on affirmations, right? Morning routines and being focused on your purpose. That's the number one thing as a man, right? If you want to come off as confident, as a strong man, you need to be focused on your purpose, right? The rest of the stuff is just going to come with it, right? Like I can't tell you ever since I started with podcast and I'm so focused and I'm on my, on my path, you know, things just come to me now because I'm so focused on my purpose. Mm-hmm. It's so easy these days to get distracted by, there's so much noise. Mm, and absolutely. Yeah, there's so much happening. So I, 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 I always bring everything back to that as well. Focus on where you're going, not where you've been. You know, not what someone else is doing. You know, stay in your lane and, and just daily consistent, persistent action is going to win every single time. A hundred And guys, use social media as a business platform. Stop getting hooked on it, right? I'm going to use the, a quote that Pablo Escobar used to use. Mm-hmm. Don't be a consumer of your own product, right? <laughs> it's true. Don't be a consumer of your own product. If you're stuck on social media eight hours a day, mate, like you're going to become addictive, right? Because these phones are addictive. Social media, the likes, the comments. Oh my God. You know, it's addictive, right? So if you want to start a business, remember that social media, it's another platform that's going to help you with your business, but it's not something that you should be focusing on 100%. Mm-hmm. Love it. How do you envision the next five years of your life? I'm going to build... 29-year-old jewels. I'm going to be a multimillionaire by 29, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I see it so clear. It's ridiculous, man. And like, even when I'm speaking this, I can feel the power and the confidence that comes out of my own words. It's fucked up, guys. I, I can't explain it. Like, I wish that everyone that's listening to this right now, you'll get to the stage where you're so convinced and so just motivated by your own self. I can't explain. You, can you relate, Morgan, when you're so just convinced about a goal and you can see it so clearly? 100%. And it, I think it all stems from how, how you set up your day. Yeah. You know, if you win the morning, you win, you win your, your, your whole day, right? And, you know, I, I, I'm obsessed with the subconscious mind as well. I haven't read that book yet, even though um, Bob Proctor says to read it. I still haven't read, but I'm going to. Um, you know, but it, it just comes down to like reprogramming that subconscious mind. When you continually see something over and over and over and over and over, 
and you visualize it. Like that's the thing. Mm. If, if people, if, if imagine the Wright brothers yeah. made a freaking airplane, could you imagine what the people around them were telling them when they were thinking, I'm going to construct metal uh-huh. heavy as shit. I'm going to put these two big fuck off engines on it and put people in it and fly them, just go in the air and hover to the other side of the world. That's round, by the way, not flat. Yeah. Right. Imagine what people said to Ray Kroc when yeah. he, he took over McDonald's. Mm-hmm. He was 60, 65 years of age when he became the owner of McDonald's. You know that story? Have you watched yeah, that movie? Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Mm. Absolute savage. But like it, it all starts with just visualizing and knowing your own, your own vision. And the more you think about it, the more you, you, you just suppress that into mm-hmm. your subconscious, you start to believe it. And that's Correct. the thing. Like when we're young, we, we're born with this belief and society conditions us that maybe you should play small, maybe you should play it safe, maybe you should go and get that job and all this shit. These are things we've learned. We learn this stuff. Yeah. So if we can just go back to our inner child and actually get into that imaginary creative side of our brain. If whatever we can think in our head, we can actually create in a physical reality and it all starts there. So that's why you've got your certainty. And Morgan, look at this now, this situation with COVID-19, right? Like we've used, we've been conditioned by society, right? To go out, go to coffee shops, you know, get distracted with an eye. That's uh, all this fun stuff, right? But we've forgotten to really look deep within ourselves and sort our own problems, right? People use the external world to forget about the problems, you know, forget about the issue that they have with someone. People are not facing the pain and the fear, right? So what's happening now, people have all this time and it's time to face the music, right? What's, what's the one thing that people should be focusing on right now? A side hustle. Cool. And if you want to get into a side hustle, I want you, I beg you to get in touch with Morgan Nelson, right? He's a good this guy. guy he, this guy is extremely successful. He's 26 years of age and mate, he will take you where you want to go. So he is your man, no doubt. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. I'll pay, I'll pay you later. <laughs> no worries, man. <laughs> I love it. Brother, um, I'm going to ask you one epic question to wrap this up. But before we do, how can everyone find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Juliana Gonzalez AU. So G I U L I A N O G O N Z A L E Z A U. I'll you leave a link below. It's too fucking long. That's a, that's like half. <laughs> that's like one and a half of the alphabet all put together. <laughs> I agree, man. And Crazy. and your podcast, your, your podcast. What's your podcast channel? Millennial double underscore success. Millennial success. success. And you guys want to jump on that. Uh, it's absolute fire. Um, I did an interview with these guys on it as well, uh, which I must say so myself. I dropped some bangers on there and it's definitely oh, worth it. Oh, he did. <laughs> you need to head over, but they're, they're, yeah, it's absolute fire. I love what you boys are doing there. So Jules, my man, firstly, thank you so much for jumping on and pouring absolute love, wisdom, uh, and just all of that into everyone. is absolutely freaking sick. To wrap this up, I want to ask you a question. Do it. If you could go back in time and speak to your 18-year-old self, what would be the 30 seconds of advice you'd give him? Stop listening to people that are not where you like to be. Hang out with winners and focus on patience. Really learn how to be patient. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, the main three. And for anyone listening, guys, if you're stuck in a dark place, you feel lost, I want you to send me a DM, all right? When you go on my Instagram, send me a DM and I'm more than happy to have a chat. Um, I'm, I'm down to earth. 
and I'm just here to help, man. Honestly, I know what it feels like to be stuck and have a vision of yourself and not being able to live up to that vision. It kills you. It killed me for so long. I was honestly depressed for three months because I was like, fuck, like I am this person. I can see this person, but I just can't do it. So message me uh, and hopefully, you know, we can help you find something, you know, help you really find yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, if you know anyone else who is as passionate for life as they are successful, then please send them my way. I'd absolutely love to have them on the show. As Zig Ziglar says, if you help enough people get what they want in life, you'll have everything you want. So that's why each month I'm choosing one lucky person who has left a review to have a free private 30-minute coaching call with me. So guys, if you got some value or inspiration from this, it goes such a long way. If you can just take 10 seconds and leave a five-star review and you'll go in the draw to win the call. And if you could share this with a friend, I would be forever grateful. Until next time, guys, I've got your back. Go out and dream out loud.